0: Um, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Sterile Talks. I'm super excited to welcome today's guest. Today we are talking to makeup artist extraordinaire, Myla Morales. I have had the pleasure of knowing Myla for so many years, and so I've literally been there to see so much of her work, see the growth, be super proud, super excited every time I see something that she's done. Um, And so she's the perfect example of the kind of woman that we like to highlight on this uh, conversation series. She is um, someone whose work you have seen, but you don't necessarily know who she is. You haven't gotten a chance to get to know her. And that's what this is about. Who are the women behind um, the campaigns, behind the artists, behind so much of what we see in culture every day. Who are the, dri- the women who drive so many of the trends and the looks and, and the things that go out into the world and that we all consume? So uh, Mila is, like I said, the perfect example of that kind of woman. And so we are gonna talk to her about her career journey in beauty, um, which, you know, there's is an entire world so we're gonna talk about that. So welcome, Mila. Thank you for having me, Nicole. I'm glad that um, we finally worked this out. I know that we finally <laughs> worked this out. And just that we're even talking because we, you know, we're in the same city and we I we feel like we don't other. get a chance. Yeah, we don't we don't get a chance to see each other hang out. And then obviously there's a freaking pandemic. So we really aren't gonna see each other in person anytime soon. So maybe this is the lining, the silver lining. Is that yeah. because there's a pandemic, this was birthed in the pandemic and I've been having all these great conversations with people as a result. So, um, so yeah, so you, I mean, I've known you for so long, um, since, two decades. Two, yeah, two decades. Like yeah. Cause we both started when we were like 10, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I met you Fair. in New York we both lived in new york and we yeah. have all the huge same friends. Yeah. um belisha bria uh carla and so we just kind of like all
0: we're all like a crew you know from yeah. new york yes so many of us so um but yeah so we're gonna actually talk you know i know you and i want other people to to know you um and also just beauty i feel like it's grown and grown over the years. And I feel like it's just exploded even that much more. I think people are just very, um, you know, just like intrigued by people have careers, successful careers, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, okay, so let's start. So I always like to ask people what they call themselves. Um, Okay. You know, so what would you call yourself? Um, Well, celebrity makeup artist,
1: L magazine coined me as the glaminator in a couple of years back. Wow. And so kind of like that stuck with me. I yeah. know it's like, super. I like it, you know, the glaminator. Like yeah. the article read, um, the record execs call upon Mila Morales, the glaminator um, to, you know, do all their
0: girls. They're yeah. all their pop stars. And that's kind of yeah. how like it, I, it all started. I love that. Yes. Laminator. That's so perfect. Laminator. Um, yeah. And this is exactly why I asked because I feel like that really captures it. It's even, it goes beyond like, you know, makeup art, celebrity makeup art. Being behind the scenes and working with like, you know, the biggest pop stars in the world,
1: we're really, we cultivate and create the beauty of pop culture. Yes. Like I, I wanted to make, to make um, little brown Asian, all kinds of different, you know, every color, every spectrum of the rainbow, to be able to like have fun with makeup, you know, mm-hmm. um, through through, you know, like just being able to like create, like you know, like you, Nicole. I mean, I'm sure you, you, you were like, oh, I love that blue eyeliner on, you know, Rihanna, and I'm, ge- I want to do that. I want to wear that pink lipstick. I love that red lipstick, you know, so. I just kind of wanted, you know, the the face of beauty to be like super cutting edge, edgy, and
0: you know, fun, and being able to take risks. So when you, I guess you know, I like to go into where things started. Um, okay. So when you were, you know, just young, Mila. When um, I moved to New York. Well, even before then, like as a child, because I think a lot of times, especially yeah. for people who are in creative fields, like this didn't come out of nowhere. Like a lot of times there's like signs of, of just like the things that they were interested in or the things that they like to do as kids.
1: So when I was, a well, <clears throat> my cousins later on in life, they were like, you know, you know, you, you used to, well, I grew, first of all, I grew up reading fashion magazines when I was 10 years old, Vogue okay. at 10. Uh-huh. And then I'm, I'm an only child, so like I had I was bored, you know, and so like I would we come from the MTV generation where we watched music videos and we watched, you know, like so fashion and music go hand in hand. Right. And I was always like inspired by like we, you know, there was like the Janets, the Madonnas, the 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 big pop stars. So it's kind of like I I looked boy George even, you know? Um and I looked at these these icons and, and I never knew, I never knew that this is something that we can do for a living, obviously, because I, we, you're obviously Haitian, I'm Filipino. We don't grow up in the culture of like, what is this makeup thing? Right, right. You know, like, what yeah. is this makeup thing? Like, what are you doing? So anyway, going back to my childhood, I would like take my cousin, You remember Cher from Clueless? Cher, you know, the blonde girl. Yeah, yeah. So I was Cher from Clueless. I would be like, Nicole, ah. I don't really like your hair. I, let's change it. Let's mm-hmm. let's put makeup on you. Let's dress you up and take pictures of you. Let's do, you know, I was uh, always that kid. Mm-hmm. And then like um, one day I, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like work for a makeup company. Mm. So that's okay. exactly how it all started. And um, I started working at pres- the prescriptives counter. Okay remember when they used to custom blend foundations? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So that's why my my expertise comes from skin. Like I knew how to get that foundation, that powder right because I knew skin. And so it all started there and then realized, you know, I went on from that to like really learning the craft of doing makeup artistry. Ah. And then I saw that, oh my God, there's like Jeanine, Jeanine LaBelle who owns Steele. She was like a huge makeup artist at the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I watched careers of many, like, you know, celebrity, celebrity hairstylists, mm-hmm. wardrobe, staffers. you know, I would meet like different people like that. And I'm like, wait, I can actually do this for a living. Wow. And I didn't know. Cause like, that's not how we were, you know? Yeah. Like I was supposed to be some doctor here, like, right, you know, right. i come from a family of doctors. So like, I was like kind of in between like, what am I gonna do for the rest of my life? And one day I, I, fig- I figured that out. I was like, wait, we can actually make a living out of this okay. and a good living. Like we make the money of like a doctor, mm-hmm. you know, or more. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I decided that I was gonna move to New York. I, I assisted a lot of great people, a lot of great makeup artists. Um, And I worked on my portfolio, moved to
0: New York, and met Carla, who worked for Bad Boy. Remember, Carla? Yeah. Wait, I have a question. Before we even get to that point, when you decided that you were going to pursue a career in, you know, like beauty, um, did you know that it was something, you wanted it to be connected to music, to the music industry in some way? Is that why you went to New York?
1: Well, that's the reason why. I moved to New York was to get to get a better book to get better representation okay. so I when I was in LA I already had representation through the Crystal agency mm-hmm. um, and then when I in New York I had representation already and then because we were working with so many music artists and that's um, when I met my agent Brandy at the time and that was in 2000 and probably like three or four or whatever maybe before that 2003 so um, <clears throat> There was a Memphis Bleak video and it was a Def Jam,
0: or you know, that was a Def Were they on Def Jam, Memphis Bleak? Yeah, because it was Rock Nation was through Def Jam at the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, this Memphis Bleak video, this I little girl. I mean,
0: not girl, Rock Nation, Rockefeller, Bad. Yeah.
1: So she, um, Tracy walks in this little girl with green eyes or hazel eyes and. Mm-hmm. It was Tippy Shorter and I, we were doing, and Marielle was doing the wardrobe for the video. Yeah. So it's Tippy, myself, and Marielle. So we were like, you know, Tracy walked in, this little girl from Barbados. Mm-hmm. And after the, after, after she, I'm like, oh, so what do you do? We, she didn't, they didn't tell us what, who the hell she was. Yeah. They were basically like, here, get her ready for the video, got her ready for the video. And then, um, after the fact, uh, Tip was like, oh, that's the girl that they want us to work with um, from Barbados. And I was like, oh, perfect. I hit Brandy up, my agent, and I'm like, I love her. She's beautiful. Let, let's do it. So then fast forward to the marketing meeting, um, and she tells me this. She, This is the funniest story. So like, they were like, oh, we're going to use Milo Morales for um, your album packaging, your cover, your everything, because... Back then when music was music, we, we did album packaging. We did first video, first single, for single cover, press, blah, blah, blah. And um, she was like in the meeting, like, no, I want the lady from the video. <laughs> referring to me, right? And and um, and then they were like, No, we're gonna use Milo Morales. And then it, it that was the beginning of everything. Like uh, yeah. and then I realized, and you got the all, 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 Everyone used to laugh at me and say, I'd be like, oh my God, there's this amazing girl. She's from Barbados. You know, she's going to be a superstar. And everyone used to laugh at me, Nicole. Yeah, but, you know, people don't realize that hair and makeup is such an in, intimate, like, um, place where we get to know the artist right. very well. Right. So I saw things that she wasn't, like, portraying to, you know, she, I saw things in her that most people didn't see. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they would always say, oh, don't, don't, don't um, be friends with your glam. Don't, don't be friends with each other. But that's where, that's how, you know, we created one of the biggest pop stars in the world because we were very influential in like her beauty, her mm-hmm. hair, her makeup. People don't realize that because no one knows you know, we didn't come from a social media uh, place. We, mm-hmm. we just did the work and yeah. did it very well. You know? And yeah. we
0: influenced the artists in many ways, so many ways. Oh, it makes sense because usually, you know, when artists are sitting in the chair or they're, you know, doing mm-hmm. things, that's when you're really finding out, that's when they're vulnerable. That's when they're gonna tell you what Correct. they're comfortable with, showing, not showing. Um, and, you know, it tells you a lot about them and what they're willing to do. And it makes so much sense. I mean, that's where you're like, I don't like showing my arms or I don't like showing this mm-hmm. and that. They're not going to say that to any, have that conversation with anyone else. You know, I mean, that's why um, I think people do develop these relationships with their hairstylists and makeup artists because you just have, you just immediately develop a certain level of comfort, you know? Well, it's
1: um, very intimate, imagine. it's very yeah, intimate.
0: it's very intimate.
1: And you, and you, it, people don't realize that you're the first person that they see in the day. Yeah. You're in vulnerable, like no makeup on, maybe like they've been partying the night before and they look crazy or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so that's the person that you see first. Yes.
0: And, and you didn't know what they were doing the night before.
1: And you don't know if like they're having a bad day you know I know usually because I'm very intuitive Mm -hmm. and I usually tell and so it's like a dance you know like being with your like artist client friend confidant you know like it's a very like you have to know when and when and how to deal with the personalities yeah because trust me they're major personalities interesting
0: right. mm-hmm. yeah you have to be very perceptive and very sensitive you know and, and in one way you're always you want them to try and you know, be open to trying new things but you, you need to do it within their comfort level so like you said it's it's a dance you know it's definitely a, it's a special it takes and that's why i love to have these conversations because i don't think people always realize what goes into it right so that was the glam squad what is it that you, yourself, your unique quality that you brought to the table? And what is it that you guys all had as a group that really, you know- Swag. It was, okay, boom. (laughs) No, because
1: we were were all friends from New York too, Ursula, myself, Marielle, we were all friends. And, you know, like we always referred each other to like jobs because, you know, um, and- like I said, like, you know, we're all about the fashion, mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm. styling, like everything was like all in, in it. This, it really just made sense that, you know, we were like this team that was like so cool. And like, I'm sure she looked up to us as well because we were like strong women who like were her team, you know, and, and, uh, we always had, great ideas for her and great vision so I, I feel like the synergy was so yeah no other you know like I, I we, we always talk about it till this day we're like fuck man like we want that that synergy back yeah. who do though you right. know
0: because right. we've done some great shit with her you know like really amazing shit you're really able to push the boundaries, and that's always great too when you have an artist that's willing to go there. She you know, have them, yeah, and they're willing to go there when mm-hmm. when uh, when it's brought to them. You know, that's part of the synergy too. Is yeah, to is
1: when they listen. Is when they listen. It, that's the most amazing part. Is like when you find an artist that listens to you and 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 the team and the vision and like it just it make it just it makes sense the art it, we create it makes us it, it allows it allows us to create like good art you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because i don't post it on social media i've done all the gucci campaigns i've done the dior campaigns i've done the fenty campaign like every you know like of it okay so what what's your relationship with social media that- girl oh. So <laughs> that that's been like such a you know what like this pandemic has taught me a lot about social media we come from an era where we didn't have social media like we don't it's not about me it's -hmm. always been about the work so i'm I'm learning right now like i'm in i'm i'm from the era of no social media to now five years later this shit is real like this is we need to have social media because nobody nobody knew who knows knows who i am nobody Mm -hmm. knows Mm-hmm. Like all these kids are like, oh yeah, Rihanna's makeup artist. Or, you know, I, she's not my only client, but like, you know, like they never knew my work up until like, when I tell these, these, um, this next generation, like who I've worked with, they're like, what? Right. It's, it's really interesting. Like, so then I've been lately, as of late, I've been like
0: posting all my stuff on IG. I said it is a big adjustment, especially for our generation, because we, you know, What about, what, what do you? I, I, I basically, I was a little slow initially with just trying to figure out how I wanted to use it, and I think mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to is figuring out how you want to use it. I think we all initially were like, "Oh, I'm just going to post, you know, things that I'm doing, uh, you know, yeah, they <laughs> life." Right. That's like, yeah, and then I think a lot for a lot of folks that's kind of switched because. know you can use it for um to promote whatever you're doing and talk about what you're doing and i mean i had to i had to kind of like adjust and it is what it is so yeah you went to new york obviously uh to work specifically um in the music space you were working with artists and then you mentioned that you worked in you uh transitioned and started working in the fashion space, and then you went into film and all these other areas. So, my question is, um, how did that how did that transition come about? Well, it definitely because um, when you work with music artists, and that's why
1: I, I said <clears throat> I wanted to go into the music space, um, because you work with these artists, they usually do, uh, you know, everything across the the, the board, like whether it's music they're doing music they do film they do editorials which you know you get the f- covers of magazines which is fashion and music and fashion go hand in hand so it's kind of like a marriage that you know you it, it comes your way mm-hmm. you know i what i you know there's many many aspects of being a makeup artist there's tv there's tv and film there's editorial there's celebrity there is um, you know uh, bro- down to like bridal and all those different like you know paths and my path was to choose music and fashion and those th- that marriage goes hand in hand so like basically like <clears throat> if my client is like doing a movie I'm there with them if they're doing editorial I'm there with them mm-hmm. um, they're doing and 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 thing that I've I, I have found in working with like uh clients that like that are music artists mm-hmm. is that they are very well rounded when it comes to all these different things, you know, they right because the world really they the world is a fan of their work, whether it's music, whether it's film, whether it's whatever, wherever they go is where the fans go exactly so people gravitate towards, and that's why they call them fanatics because they they're the ones that have the millions of followers and viewers
0: etc cetera, etc cetera. you know so it's kind of like it all it, it's a marriage you've worked with certain artists consistently over the years um mm-hmm. what would you say makes you unique why, why do why do artists want to continue to work with Myla? Like when they are able to put their team together or they have, you know, whatever booking or whatever shoot coming up, why is it you over and over again?
1: For the rest of their lives, <laughs> yeah. I mean, only be- I feel like, you know, hair and makeup is a very like, you know, it's a very safe space and I feel like, you know, you, your makeup artist and your hair stylist and your wardrobe person is, they're gonna make you feel the best, you know? And like, when they have to go out into, into the world of 12 million viewers, that's a very scary place to be. Imagine like if you had to like go out there. So your your team has to give you um, a sense of like zen and space and like, I feel like that's what I give to my clients is, is is I'm there to do my job and I'm there to support you in any which way I can as a friend, as a confidant, whatever it is. And that's how it's always been.
0: Like I treat them like family. From my perspective, hiring, you know, like I know artists will say that they prefer someone not only because of how well they're going to, the makeup is going to, their makeup is going to be done, but also because of their energy mm-hmm. it, or they might not want to work with someone because they, they'll literally say, oh, I don't really like their energy. Or, you know, even this, even things like, I don't think that person thinks that I, like, they don't think that, like, I've actually heard an artist say that they don't think that the makeup is beauty in them. Like it's, right. interesting, you know, right? Because like, yeah it's it's such a personal thing and like Perfect. and if you have any sort of insecurities or anything i mean you can't hide them you know mm-hmm. we can walk out and we look where we prepare ourselves to walk out to look to people but when they're sitting in that chair with you that's not you know like they're just raw It matters who they're interacting with and who they're exchanging energy with, you know, and I've literally had gotten that kind of feedback, like as Mm -hmm. to why they want to work with this person versus that person. Mm -hmm. These conversations are so important because I don't, you know, it's always frustrating for us. Number one, as like female executives who Mm -hmm. are working with artists and who are, you know, creating teams and figuring out who the right people are. It's not it's just so much more. And we recognize that, like those sensitivities and those things that really matter. You can't describe it, but you know that it makes a difference in how your artist is going to feel. And we know for us, it makes a difference in how they're going to deliver.
1: Same same with like us, you know, we're like, oh, well, I don't know about that, like hairstylist. He's we- really weird or, he's, or he or she is off. Like, because we're going to be with these people for 28 hours there's only 24 hours in a day 28 hours 365 days a year like it's your family at this point you know so and and when you get to a certain level in your career you have to make these you know conscious choices whereas when we were beginning in the industry we didn't have a choice we just had to work with people regardless right so now at the point in 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 my career where I'm like you know what, I'm going to pick and choose who I want to deal with and who I want to work with. That's why everyone calls, you know, like I've been with my, my girls for life because I've always been like their big sister. They're, they're, you know, the, the, the person that's like close to them that makes them feel safe, you know? Cause I mean, like it's, a it's, you know, music industry is a really hard world yeah. and you know, there's a lot of insecurities that happen and all that stuff. And, you know, like, like I said, we're there to help them feel good about themselves. Right. Not right. just, but like, I trust, I trust Mila. I trust this person. I trust if I was in, like, if, if I was the artist, I would want a Mila around me also, mm-hmm. you know, cause mm-hmm.
0: then, then I feel safe. And that's safe, what you said, safe space. Yeah. It's a very safe space. It really applies and people like to use that phrase a lot but in this case it really it definitely applies um and it really matters so how has it been or has it been a challenge doing makeup for women of color
1: well I'm like I said to you earlier in the interview I'm like an expert when it comes to skin so like you know I the way I do makeup is it's all about skin like I want you to look and be the best version of you as far as you know like I, I makeup to me is not masking the face it's about like creating beauty that's like natural and you know like everything else falls into place because once once you have great skin you can do anything you know and beauty these days is really, it's, it's, it's not our version of like what beautiful is because everyone's putting on so much makeup to mask their, their faces, you know, and, and it's too much makeup where I made sure that my clients always looked super natural, but then edgy at the same time, you know, like we, now this generation just kick on makeup, like, like there's there's terms called baking, there's terms called strobing, and coming coming up in the world, you know, there was no such terms. These are just what the internet has taught us, wow. or taught you know, the the masses. Wow. If, you know, if you walked into a shoot that you know, let's say a huge photographer was doing. They said, "Oh well, let's do like really natural skin, or let's do a really." There's certain, like, there's a there's a there's a level of um, you know creativity that comes with like that plays into the role of all these things. Like, we can't. We, if I did this makeup that that this Instagram generation was doing, I would be fired off a of set. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like that. Like sometimes shoes require no makeup with like a lip, you know, or they're not all this contouring. There's no like strobing and cut crease and all these terms are they're not they're not from our world, you know. Like makeup artists don't understand that like like thought process or even the 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 terms internet has created something new in this, in this day and age in 2021, they've created a whole new terminology to everything, but I feel like it's going back to um, beauty and going back to skin and going back to some great shit. I'm really excited. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Why do you think that is? I feel like because I feel like um, real people are now on real time Mm -hmm. where it's not, you know, we're not like sitting, there taking pictures of ourselves and being in front of a camera with 1000 filters everyone is like like we're we're in a in a in a in the middle of a pandemic where you can't have your makeup artist there present or you have you know certain makeup artists that do certain like you know the makeup that the media really looks looks at as beauty it's not happening because no one can have anyone in their face, yeah. so we are we are going back to the face of beauty, and I, that's I'm gonna be here as a, the fucking trailblazer right. and make sure that, one knows, and that's why, like, you know, I've been like, you know, putting my portfolio on my Instagram because that's what people view as beauty, and
0: it's not. Okay. So, there we have it. No, that's that's a really good breakdown because it is something that you notice, but if you're not a beauty or makeup expert, which I'm not, that's, that's something I'll say. I mean, I love fashion. I love, I feel like I can chime in on certain things. Makeup, I keep it very simple, but you can't help, but notice the way that makeup has changed over the years. Because whenever I look at these tutorials, I'm like, I mean, it's like, you. I feel like you could draw like a line through all the makeup. You can, Uh you can. Uh uh-huh. And then when people, like, when you see these people in
1: person, like all these, like, you know, um, Instagrammers or, you know, like beauty professional, like when you see them in person, you're like, is that really the same person that I saw on the, you know, camera? I, I'm such an advocate on like, like health and wellness right now that beauty is like, it comes from within, whether it's health, exercising, eating better. Because all of that shows through, through your skin. Skin is everything for me, like
0: literally. Because to me, you're hiding, you're hiding. It looks like you're hiding behind something versus it enhancing what you- you're have. back, don't worry, it's coming back and I'm gonna make sure it comes back. Yeah, and to me, listen, I'm not knocking. It's the, the more theatrical stuff, have fun, enjoy. But it's not
1: theatrical, Nicole. like it's more not theatrical. It's not even theatrical, like, girl. So these great. people are watching. Who are them. you? They're I'm, all of that. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is happening right now? Like, you know, especially coming from, you know, the generation that I came up in, um, and I'm not dating myself, but like, it literally, like, I don't even understand what's happening right now with beauty. Like, I'm so confused. I had to take a step back and, 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 and really figure this out because, you know, like, everyone's on their social media putting on makeup on themselves and it's like I don't want to see that I really don't I like I really don't it makes me uncomfortable like I'm like I want to I want to still have that illusion of of or even like the mystery of all of it like I want I want it back mystery
0: yeah yeah. well I think that's why it's good even just doing something like this I think we also have to remember that those generations don't necessarily know any different. They only know what they're seeing and what they're seeing is on their phones. So oh, sure. you don't even know like, oh, this is how people approached it before. There's like, it's partly you know your confidence or like your actual essence being um, in hand. Now they hit a hashtag.
1: Nicole, they don't know who I am.
0: Yeah. So I think it is good for people to <laughs> learn about you because Mm -hmm. they do know are the artists that you've worked with and those are the people who have set the trends and they they're fans of so Mm -hmm. you know so they do know who they don't realize it but they do know who you are because they know the work
1: they know the work but they don't know because we've never had to post it on social media they don't know who 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 these people were they just have this work on their as their mood boards and they don't realize oh my god this is This is you? I'm like, yeah, like, hello. I've been helping to shape the beauty industry as it is today, like many years ago,
0: you know? Like, so there you have it. so impactful because the minute that you make a decision one day with an artist and you're like, you know, we're gonna do this lip and it's like a color that, you know, we, we haven't seen before. We're gonna do the eyeshadow this way. And it becomes a trend. And, yeah. that's what I say. And, and, and it's, it's, you know, it takes off and this is the next trend. And I mean, that's why I say like, you're literally driving culture and the trends. It's like you, because you decide in that moment, you have this vision, you have this idea, you do it, boom, the person turns around, the cameras catch it. It's part of a campaign. It's on, you know, it's part of their, it's in a video. And before you know it, all the kids are running to the store because they want they want that look. You you want me to tell you a really
1: beautiful story? Is that um? <clears throat> so there's this um, actress that I work with recently, and she was like, you know, talking really fast, and I was like, why does she think she knows me, right? So she's talking really fast and like really nervous, really this. She's like, I just want to tell you really quick, and I'm like, tell me. She's like, I've been following you all my life, like you know, she, and now she's in her like, you know, early twenties or whatever. And, uh, you know, I I used to read all your articles and, um, you know, like I'd look at your articles in, in style magazine and blah, 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 blah. And I just wanted, I, I was that little black girl from like the East coast or, you know, the islands. And I would go to the store and buy whatever you were talking about like so I bought luminous silk uh, Georgia Armani luminous silk because of your um you know uh interviews or I would save up that money to do this and I'm like see now that's that is what I love to hear because I wanted to influence a generation that was the young girls to be able to like I want to look like that right you know I'm I'm that ethnic girl that wants to look like that right I that I live a purpose-driven life, like I said, and like I wanted to make sure that every little girl knew that she can be cool and and, and wear blue eyeliner and wear hot pink lipstick and, and and still look good, you know, and know the products to use. It's it, that's you know, that was always like my goal in life, like is to inspire a generation. Of like young women who look like me, because when we grew up, we didn't all we all we had were supermodels, and none of none of them look like us, you know. Right. Truth be told, who's the Asian supermodel? Like, we we were looking at Linda Evangelista and like Naomi Campbell and like, you know, but where was the Asian girl? Where was the Filipino girl? Where you know? So. Yeah,
0: that's so true. I mean, even to this day, who was that cute girl with the freckles? Which one? She was. She was the it girl for a little while. Her brother is the D- the DJ. I'm totally blanking right now. Oh, Devin Aoki. Devin Aoki, exactly. What I can think of.
1: Yeah, like there, there was no age and 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 also too, like there was really no, there's no, there's not a lot of, and in the industry there was not a lot of like straight women of color, um,
0: in as makeup artists. Okay, so were there okay. any challenges you face as an Asian woman in the beauty space, doing makeup?
1: The challenges that I faced in doing makeup in this this world, like um there was not a lot of like straight like asian women or p- people of color back when i started you know there was like maybe a handful of us and the great part about having ursula and marielle you know as a team because we were all very supportive of one another you know and it, we we just made it happen and and that's what i truly truly love about like our synergy was we were just cool girls like you know trying to live
0: the dream you know yeah I mean let's just like let the folks know I mean you guys were the dream glam team around Rihanna and when she really her whole style um she really became a fashion icon when everything mm-hmm. elevated and she mm-hmm. got you know like 180 and and just that transition where mm-hmm. she obviously a beautiful girl but now when she cut her hair and her her fashion you know became edgier and she just really transitioned into I mean that's when people started to know her for her fashion and and you know she really became Rihanna the Rihanna that she is now totally
1: totally I mean like and that's a great thing like I like that's that's why like we had such a great like camaraderie and like girl crew it was it was really like nice to have like people who are like-minded around you and like that we all have the same vision we all have the same like you know um end goal which was to make someone look fucking like for people to talk about you know what i mean like we we old and and we didn't talk about it we just did it you know and that was the beauty of our crew at the time
0: yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah and then um moving forward obviously you you work with so many other people oh so many Ross who I love she seems like she's fun and willing to try different things
1: yeah no totally I mean like that 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 was what was great about Tracy Ellis Ross is like you know she loves to push the envelope and um She's an older, she's an older woman who loves like fashion as well, mm-hmm. and it was so fun to like do things with her. That a person that is her, you know, her age range, um, we were able to like really push the envelope as well. Like we did the Met Gala together um I forgot what year that was but like you know
0: she's 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 all about fashion um did you have any mentors
1: some of my mentors in the industry and the reason why like I chose this career path is was Kevin Aquan, Sam Fine, um Janine LaBelle I mean there were like so many mentors that I had finding my spiritual um path was really a big deal in in how I've shaped my career because it's all about like your mindset you know when you set your goals and your your um thoughts on something that you want to achieve you can you know and I feel like I've just looked at some of the greats I mean and, and it's not just makeup artists it's like great people like you know in the industry I was always like very passionate about like who I was going to work with, Anthony Mandler, like photographer director, um, Francis Lawrence. I looked at directors and and photographers as like people I looked up to, mm. as well as fashion stylists. Because you know there's no there's no one person that can do this job alone. It's a whole team of people, oh. and I also look at like dp's and lighting directors those are always my best friends you know and it's 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 a whole cr- like team of people that make this magic happen and what people don't understand is like it's it takes a village to make all of this magic that we've created over the years happen mm-hmm. with every client celebrity actress music person movies, videos, photo shoots, it takes a whole village. It's like, it's not one person. So like, yeah, there's a lot of people that I've looked up to as far as um, in the photography space, in the hair space, in the wardrobe styling space, you know, like there's so many different people that I've like really like admired over the years. So, you know, like I've kind of like chosen that career path in the direction, like my own branding. Right, right. So back in my career and be like, you know what, this is what I did. And I'm very proud of it because these are the people that I've worked with. And it's been such a, like a, a beautiful, like synergy working Uh with people.
0: So, yeah, that's um, knowing how important it is to the collaboration of it. The collaboration, yeah. Yeah. Um, So... Would you, um, do you ever see yourself launching your own brand?
1: It's in the works, you know? I mean, like, obviously I, there's certain things I can't really talk about right now, but like, yeah, absolutely. Like I'm launching my, like I real I took a step back the past three years and I was like, I need to launch my own brand. Mm -hmm. You know, I was too busy working, not thinking about my branding. Because then you have to hire people to do those things for you. Right, right. Um, so now, is that and and because of the pandemic, obviously, um, everything was put to a halt. But yeah, of course, that's that's always been the that's always been the end goal is launching the brand. But like, okay. you know,
0: there's thrown in the in the path, right? And it will be of makeup products. I'm assuming. We'll see. I mean, like, <laughs> okay. Okay. <I> was like, <laughs> was, yeah, be, okay yeah. We'll wait. That'll be for the next one. For, for the, the next Yeah. Like for the next one. Um,
1: you know, when we sign the dotted lines and we're, we're going to be good on, and then I'll tell you about
0: that later. Yes. Okay. I'm waiting to hear. So what advice do you give young aspiring makeup artists who want to have a career? like yours who are looking at your career and saying that's what I want to do. I want to be the next Mila.
1: I say I say align yourself with the proper people that you want to like create a brand with.
0: Meaning if you
1: want to be like there's so many like I said earlier today there's so many different paths you can create. And whether it's film, music, celebrity, um Editorial. I mean, there's so many different paths you can take. You just have to find the right one, and then, um, you know, pursue that path. You can have it all, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I feel like you just have to hone in on what is your brand and who you are as a as a person. Like, do you want to create a makeup line eventually? Do you want to, you know, be a f- a film makeup artist eventually. Like there's so many different paths you can take, especially in this space. It's like a doctor, like, do you wanna be the private practice or do you wanna be the ER doctor or do you wanna be um, a plastic surgeon? I mean, there's so many different like like career paths in this one place. So it's all up to you. Right, right. And 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 it comes from knowing oneself first, right? Right?
0: one hundred percent.
1: And wow. the, and the, like as of late, like I've been like on this creative like real creative, creative like my juices are like flowing because we've been like in this space. And so like I I started you know um, meeting new director not directors, photographers stylists like. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, oh, let's let's call upon like the the clients from the past and let's recreate things. Let's like revamp their looks and let's do something. And th- and then that's another good space to be in. Like we can just be creative without it's not about the dollars. It's not about it's not about getting paid to do because ultimately you will get paid top dollar to be the best, ultimately. Right. right. So Right now, it's all about the creative space for me, right. you know, we're in what, 2020, right? 2020, that, yeah. I like, because I have built so many relationships with a lot of my clients over the years, I can just call them and say, hey, I want to do a photo shoot with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now we just shot the cover of Harper's Bazaar Vietnam for Cass mm-hmm. um, or of um, Fault for Tanache. And we wanted to revamp. And then we did that, like, amazing shoot with Saweetie recently. Okay. So, yeah, I just, I like to put my own, like, like to put my own spin on things. Saweetie, that was for um, for her socials, but, like, it ended up being on the cover of a billboard. Billboard, like, on billboards.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, it was a major thing so yeah this is where we're at and you know this is a good time to be creative this is a good time to like create this space where
0: we actually have a moment to like breathe Mm -hmm. and not running on fumes like I'm so glad that we got a chance to catch up in more ways than one yes we talk about your career but you and I had a very super long overdue catch-up um so yeah, I really appreciate you taking the time. I think that people are really going to learn a lot. And if I'm going to have, if I'm going to talk beauty and I'm going to talk celebrity, um, to talk to a celebrity makeup artist, it's going to be you. Thanks, Nicole. You're the one who that who folks need to hear from.
1: Thank you. I really do appreciate that. And like. obviously it's amazing when you can get together with your friends and like really catch up and really talk about like real life industry stuff you know it's it's kind of like it brings you back to where we all came from and right that being strong you know woman of color Mm -hmm. who's making it like who's made a who's made successful careers and taken the leap of faith and to be able to like you know take it to that next level of
0: success that we all have had yes. and we should share the world absolutely 100 percent. so thank you again thank you yeah